in a world where our freedoms and democracies are being infringed upon. We are the two dudes that are fed up with all the lies and bullshit. This is a show unlike no other. Welcome to Don't Tread on America with your host, the BCGC, and the one and only CK1. All right, guys, welcome to the show. How's it going out there? How we doing, folks? Another beautiful day. Today is Wednesday, uh, February 10th, 2021. Uh, 330 days, maybe. Oh, man, we, we've already lost count. lost count. We've already it's, lost it's count. It's the 20th time of the 15 days. <laughs> Slow to spread. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Well, We're according gonna... to, I, I just want to say real quick, according to Dr. Fauci, uh, we're no masks. Masks are not going away until every case of COVID has been eradicated. Man, good luck with that. So it's it's permanent mask. It's all, it's all mask all the time now. <laughs> all mask all the time right here. 24-7 mask. What was funny about that is when all this crap started, you know, it was like, oh, you don't need to wear masks. They're not necessary. They're more, they do more harm than good. Right. You know, but now we got to wear three or four or well, something. Four, it's, you know, tape your butthole shut. Uh, well, what, what, we'll circle back around <laughs> to, to mass talk in just a minute. I wanted to start with something that's kind of, to to us here at uh, Don't Trend America, kind of a hot button issue. And that's our lovely national anthem and the fact that dipshit uh, Mark Cuban says, mm, no, no uh, national anthem for us here. Yeah, so apparently the uh, Dallas Mavericks owner, Mark Cuban, has decided that he is not going to play and i don't believe he's played in this entire year up to this point right the national anthem at all after after just watching a super bowl where that was one of the things they talked about how beautiful it was to have the national anthem played the the feeling of the yeah pride pride of national pride patriotic feeling of hearing that song and everybody singing it and 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 nobody was kneeling no one nobody took a knee and uh, you had two, uh, was the guy that was playing the guitar, is he a country I, I believe so. singer? And then you had so. the, the young lady that was singing. And, um, you know, basically two uh, uh, genres coming together like we should be doing in this country right. to, to sing our national anthem. And like you said, everyone was standing, no players were kneeling, everyone was respecting the anthem. Here's my thing about that. If, if you... Don't want to stand. I mean, stay in the locker room, whatever. But more importantly, whether it's basketball, football, baseball, whatever it is, hockey, these guys are being paid a hefty sum of money to play a child's game, right? Right. I mean, even the lowest level player on the team, you know, I don't know the numbers offhand, but I, I want to say in the NFL at least, your base salary is like two fifty, two hundred fifty thousand, and that's for the guy that probably doesn't even see the field. Right. You know, he might be on kickoff coverage or punt team or something. Maybe. You know, that dude's getting paid two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year to kind of be there. Um, I would love to make two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year and and work, uh, you know, seven months or whatever it is out of the year. Sign me up, you know. Well, it's not only that, but you're you're like you said, you're you're being paid to play a sport, to, to a, play a sport game. that you to play love, a game that you love. Right. It's not a not, job. It's not yeah. like us going to our job. Yeah. Every not day. not all of us get to 
to have a job that we love to right. do. Most right. of us just have a job because it's our career. It's how we pay the bills. It's the job you happen to find, and it's okay. You're making good money at it. Right. You sure shit not making $250,000. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. And my point is, is if you live in a country that gives you the opportunity to make $250,000 at minimum upwards of these guys, some of these guys make... 10, 20, 30 million dollars a year to play said game that they love, to have a job that they love. Right. Um, go to China, go to Russia, go to any of these other countries that do have some sort of professional sports, whether it's basketball or, or soccer or whatever. They don't really play football, but you know, they play baseball in the Caribbean. They, you know, they play these other sports in these countries. Uh, take a knee in China during their national anthem and see what that gets you. Yeah, I get it. I get it that these athletes think that they have a platform, so therefore they're using it for the social justice. And that's it's fine. It's fine that you want to do these things. It's fine that you want to put a voice to it. It's fine that you, you know, whatever. But find another way to do it. There are other ways. You These guys, like LeBron, for example, well, I don't know if he's a kneeler. I don't watch basketball, so I don't know if he's one of those guys that is a kneeler and whatever, you know. Um, if that's... You could still respect the country that is giving you the opportunity to be able to voice your opinion, to be able to play a game, and I've, to be able to be LeBron James. You know, LeBron James, if there was no basketball, LeBron James would be just some dude working at Walmart in Akron, Ohio. I'm sorry. Right. I, you know, he. that's just my my thought process. Right. And I'm not just want to single him out. I'm just singling him out because he is who he is. Right. Any of these guys that play on basketball teams and football and Whatever. If there was no basketball, football, baseball, hockey, whatever, they would just be regular schmucks like you and I that might get together and have a podcast and have a few people listening to it. Right. Um, they wouldn't have the following. You can go onto your Instagram or onto your Twitter or onto whatever platform and say the things you want to say. More importantly, I think all these guys are bashing the national anthem for what it may or may not stand for in their minds because it was from a history of, of you know, whatever. Um, what are you doing for the communities that you're trying to rile up? There's more things you can do other than just talk that talk. You know, what are okay. you doing about it? I mean... Well, some are, some aren't. I, I have seen where, in some instances, you have the people stand for the national anthem you know you play the national anthem you show your pride in the national anthem and then as a sign of unity you know if y'all want to come out lock hands lock arms take a knee do whatever you want to do but i yeah you're never going to convince me that this is you are not disrespecting our country by doing this and, and i know they're claiming they're not it's not a sign of disrespect of the country but, but i'm telling you right now it is a chunk of your fan base maybe not 100 percent, but a chunk of them whether it's 10 percent, 20 percent, 50 percent those people there are those people that love this country and that pisses them off look what happened with colin kaepernick stuff that drove the nfl their numbers way down right just because of one dude that created a following because of this and it's really just crazy well hopefully the backlash that's going to come from cuban deciding to do this is going to hopefully reverse the trend and we're going to start seeing people we're going to start seeing the national anthem we're going to start seeing people stand not kneel right for our for our national anthem and 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 it's <laughs> the funny thing is is 
he's taken this is a risky stance to take in Texas. You know, this isn't like, you know, I granted, I know Seattle doesn't have a basketball team anymore, but uh, Texas, I mean. Right. No, I get what you're saying, but I think he's pandering to a certain group. Oh, yeah, he's definitely pandering. But, you know, that's just something we wanted to start off with today because of all the, uh, you know, because of the name of our show. I mean, come on, man. Come on. I want to talk about another official that's pandering to a certain group, and that's, that's the illustrious mayor of Tampa. Jane yeah. Castor. Jane Castor. Who is, she's vowed that, that they're going to go out and they're going to find all the people that showed up to the Super Bowl maskless. I wonder if Tom Brady's on that list. I wonder if he's going to catch a ticket from uh Well, you Ms. know Castor. what I have to say about that? Ticket schmicket. Because uh, just because Miss Jane Castor wants to say mask mandate in Hillsborough, you know, in Tampa and Hillsborough County because of the Super Bowl and blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to go back and find all these people because we got plenty of video evidence that, you know, whomever wasn't wearing a mask, uh, da-da-da. Oh, good luck with that because our lovely governor here in the state of Florida said, uh, mm, not so much because you, if you want to have a mask mandate in your town or whatever, that's all fine and dandy. But as far as penalties and fines and whatever, the they're not, they're unconstitutional, so therefore... They're not going to have to pay him, so you do what you want. Well, funny enough, I know that he's caught a little backlash from from not wearing a mask for the Super Bowl or whatever, and he right. basically said, how the hell am I supposed to drink my beer if I'm wearing a mask? <laughs> so that kind of well, tells you where our governor's at. Yeah, well, you know, you know, coincidentally enough, about five months ago here in Champa Bay, <laughs> sugar water, oh, um, <laughs> the Lightning sorry, won folks. the Stanley, Stanley Cup back in, uh, what was it, September. I believe that was, you know, COVID was... Still, we're right, right in the light of you know. COVID. Yeah. And guys, we're sorry about this background noise, if you can hear. We got some schmucks next door deciding to they only walk up the yard of my next door neighbor. Now they're right by the freaking window, so I don't know how well this is coming through, but I'm sure it's going to be there. All right, folks, so we're back now. I just broke the tiller across the head of the dude that was out there working it's in like, the yard. Come on, man, we're trying to do a motherfucking podcast, dude. Just don't tread on America. Of course, we just treaded on their right to work, but, you know, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> so, anyway, back to what we were saying. Sorry for the interruption, by the way. All right, so wasn't there a picture of Jane Castor at the Stanley Cup Finals? At the Not- Celebration? Celebrating afterwards, yeah. Maskless. No, she was in the stands. Oh, she was in the she stands. She was in the stands at the okay. Stanley Cup. Right. Not wearing a mask. Hey. Yeah. With yeah. people around her. Not, once, she wasn't even social distancing. Once again, rules for thee, not for me. You know, if I tell you to do something, they're basically like your mom. Uh, you know, if I tell you to do something, by God, you better do it. But, Mom, I saw you uh, hey. doing the same thing. It doesn't matter. Oh. It doesn't matter. I learned it from watching you. <laughs> <laughs> I learned it from watching you. But, you know, it, it's funny because all of these, you know, we're picking on Jane Castor right now. But she is not the only one. You know, you had Newsom over in California a couple months back. He was out eating dinner with his, you know, comrades over there. And they were at this the most expensive restaurant in the country, mind you. Eating dinner, you know, in-person in eating dinner, not like takeout. Uh, there was, I think there was... Six, ten people sitting around the table, all maskless, you know, drinking their wine and eating their, you know, escargot and shit like that. And, you know, maskless, you know, dinner, eating in, you know, that's fine. It's fine if you have the money, if you have the power. But if you're just some lowly, you know, red-blooded American, wear your fucking mask or we're going to come and get you. Right. That's why I can appreciate living in this state 
with our governor because yeah you still have cook uh mayors you know wherever you live wherever you live there's there's that one mayor whether it's a big city of tampa jacksonville orlando you're going to have these democratic mayors because for whatever reason even though florida is a red state there are big cities in this state that are blue right that's one of them and of course anything they say is going to be anti trump because <laughs> even though trump's not our president anymore you know desantis was very much a trump supporter and brady like you said and one of brady's going to get a ticket well they're already giving him grief because he is very much a trump supporter right you know so now it's like we're gonna anyone that is anyone that is anyone that is a trump supporter and you don't wear a mask they're coming after you so it's kind of funny because you can kind of tell a lot of who those people are because like we've said in shows in the past it's your life you should be able to live your life how you want you know we believe that if you're going to get sick you're going to get sick i like i said before most of the people that i personally know that have gotten sick from this disease were staunch mask wearers right you know and it's kind of like where is that getting you now but on the rules for thee and not for me part of the show we can even talk about the you know pelosi up there in dc what did you find about her well she so come out recently and talked about how afraid she is she's you know between her and aoc and and the rest of them schumer that they're so afraid of these republicans that are that are carrying guns right that they're going to smuggle weapons in or they're going to carry their guns in and they're going to pull them out and shoot them right there this is this is how paranoid these people are right well, yeah, because of the the, the riots at the Capitol, right. you know, everyone's going to gun inform you know, essentially. So basically, you know, they they now, which I'm sure they've always been there, but they're really cracking down on these metal detectors, right? Well, then the other day you had Nancy Pelosi going around the metal detector, didn't even go through the metal detector, right? And they've had these metal detectors in the Capitol and stuff, you know, I would assume for everybody, but I know for sure, mainly for visitors. But now she's making it a point that everybody needs to go through these metal detectors because just because you are elected to Congress or Senate or whatever you're elected to doesn't mean that you're not a uh, gun-toting maniac that's going to kill everybody, evidently. Right. So this was from the House Administrator Committee for the, for the GOP. And said, Speaker Pelosi broke her own rules this week by entering the House chamber without going through security. We are demanding that she face the same fines as other members of Congress. Oh, no, I'm the boss. I don't have to do that. It's it's just, once again, the hypocrisy of this damn country and the people that we elect to basically tell us what to do. It's kind of like being born, okay? So when you're born, you're a child, you have a mom and a dad, and they get to tell you what to do because guess what? They made you. You know what I'm saying? How come it is that we make those people, I mean, granted, we didn't birth out Nancy Pelosi, but the people that are running this fucking country into the ground, we made. We made them who they are. But did we? Well, allegedly. (laughs) We made them who we are. We voted. We said, okay, we think that you should be whatever. That doesn't mean that you (laughs) you have the right to tell us what to do, like go to your room without dinner I'm the boss of you. No, fuck that shit. We're the boss of you. We are the Americans. When are we, as a country, 
going to stand up and say enough is enough and we're tired of this bullshit and we're tired of you guys telling us what to do, but you, you don't lead by example. You know, you lead by fear. Well, I mean, it's not, again, we've, I know we've talked about it in the past. It's, we're not a whole lot different than where we were at when we told the British enough. Right. And I mean, broke away and became our own country. Right. We're, we're almost at the same level we're at right now because these congressmen, senators, you know, house representatives are on that level of thinking they are kings and queens. And they're better than you. And they're and better they're... than you and they know better than you and they're going to tell you what to do and you need to pay them fealty. And you just go out there and work in the field, right, surf? And there, <laughs> you are nothing but a mere colonist. You need to just obey and do what you're told, right. and pay your taxes, and shut up about we it. We need to get back to. I'm about ready to start dumping some tea in the damn, <laughs> you know, Boston Harbor and shit like that. Well, I mean, it's it's getting to that point, and I think the thing is, is people just there's only a select few people like us that have this thought. I, I shouldn't even say that. There's probably a lot of people that have this thought, but there's no one brave enough to talk about it. Right. You know, and here we are, you know, granted, we only got, you know, a handful of people listening to us, you know, fortunately we're at the point where we're not going to get a knock at the door. <laughs> not yet. <Yeah>. Anyway, <laughs> on to things about those same topics. Uh, FBI, oh, open up! oh, oh, they found us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> probably ATF. Oh, <laughs> Oh, no, Ruby Ridge. <laughs> we had too many Americans uh, allegedly vote in a man to presidency. Uh, we're going to we're gonna assume it was legit, legitimate. We don't believe it was legit, legitimate. If, if I could say that fucking word, I'd be a damn maniac over here. This guy ran on a few different topics, one of which was stimulus, right? Right. And now what is he trying to say about that? Well, now they're backing off. Of the stimulus a little bit. Now, he's still saying the stimulus is going to go out. Right. But once again, they're moving the goalpost again. Right. We're going to change the threshold for for the families that get the stimulus. Okay. All right. So, I am on record as saying I don't agree in the stimulus no matter what. My personal opinion. Because if you need the money, you should be able to ask for the money. You should be able to fill out a form and say, you know, blah, 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 whatever. I need the money. And you get the money. But... To sit there and promise that all Americans should be able to get this money. And now you're saying, eh, only Americans that are making, you know, X amount of dollars. So this is what they're looking at doing, folks. They're looking at moving the threshold from $75,000 to $50,000 for a single person. And then they're looking at moving it from $150,000 for couples to $100,000. Right. So in other words, working class people who got checks from Trump won't get them from Biden. Right. Well, of course. And because it's, I will say this. It is pretty bad when AOC actually comes out with a coherent thought right. that I can actually agree with. Right. We are not we are not ones that are going to sit there and back Bernie or back AOC, but they both have come out against this saying... So this, this is AOC's tweet. Um, regarding that, and she's saying it would be outrageous if we ran on giving more relief and ended up doing the exact opposite. It's sad that this is even an argument in the Dem Party. COVID relief is disaster relief, and it's urgent. Our first act out of the gate should be big, bold, strong, not weaker and smaller. Right. And, I, and I'm going to say this about that. Copyright. <laughs> 
<laughs> but on this whole stimulus thing, whether AOC, Bernie, Biden, whatever, here's my thought. If you're making 50 grand, 100 grand, whatever the numbers were, it's based on what you made last year, right? So in 2019, not even 2020 because they haven't, you haven't done your taxes yet. Right. Okay, so if you made uh, $75,000 as an individual or you made $150,000 as a couple, okay, that's all fine and dandy. But what if during 2020, during all this pandemic crap, you got laid off? You see what I'm saying? You still wouldn't qualify because you made that last year. You see what I'm saying? That's my point about you should be able to sign up for the stimulus. Because, yeah, if I made, if me and my wife as a couple made over 150000 whatever the threshold was, but then this year, during the course of this year, one of us or both of us got laid off and you're making zero, you're getting unemployment or you're getting, you know, whatever the case may be, you're being penalized because, yeah, you had a good job, but because of this pandemic and all the shit that happened and them shutting down whatever... Maybe you lost your. Let's take people that worked at Disney World, for example. Okay. Um, some of those people make pretty good money. Even just the lowly uh, waitresses and whatnot, waiters and waitresses. Uh, we would go there frequently to eat dinner at one of the restaurants there. And I remember having this was prior to everything kind of being shut down. So it was probably February of 2020, so like a year ago. And the waitress there was telling us that, you know, she wasn't bragging, like, haha, I make whatever. But I think she said she makes, on average, $500 a day waiting tables at wow. this particular restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's assume she works, we'll just say four days a week. Mm-hmm. Okay? And she averages about $400 a day. That's $1,600 a week, right? That's pretty fucking good money. $1,500, you know, $1,600 a week. 52 weeks she's making $83,000 a week so let's say she didn't quite make that let's say she made 75 $83,000 a year oh yeah yeah I'm sorry <laughs> let's say she only made 70 only made $75,000 a year right or that year let's say in 2019 waiting tables at this restaurant at the Disney World she made $75,000 or $76,000 a week or a year I'm sorry right um, if she, she doesn't qualify. She qualify if she got seventy five thousand a week. She'd be under the Biden's uh, <laughs> tax the rich plan, right? <laughs> <laughs> but she she would not now qualify because that year she made seventy six thousand. But now she's out of work. Now she's out of work because they shut down Disney World for a chunk of time, right? And even though they reopened it, it's very limited capacity. So guaranteed, if she's even still working there, because they laid off a lot of workers. So depending on her time in, she may have been one of the ones that got furloughed, right? So now she doesn't even qualify for the stimulus because she made too much money. You know what I'm saying? That's my whole point about the stimulus. It shouldn't be based on, it should be, yes, based on what you make. But like I said, if whoever, I'm just using this person as an example, but if you've lost your job in the last year, or even if you didn't lose your job, but you were laid off for six months during the course of 2020, you didn't, you're not making that money. So you need the $800 or $600 or $1,400, whatever it is, you shouldn't be penalized like that. And it's, I just... That's my whole thing about that. There's plenty of people getting this stimulus that don't really need the money. Um, it's nice to have it. You know, if I got the money, 
I would put it in savings. And I guess I'm maybe I'm bent out of shape because I'm not getting any money. I, that's the point. It sounds like sour grapes to me, my friend. <laughs> and what are you gonna do? <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry. I'm, I just had to go to the the uh, money drawer and get the bloom out. <laughs> <laughs> well, real quick, while we're on the COVID subject, I, I want to know: Have you seen this latest ad? So apparently, the CDC has partnered with the Ad Council and Time Warner Media, and what they're basically doing is they're taking movies right and they're adding in like cgi creating mask on the people inside the movie so, so upcoming movies no no or? no no. the movies that have already been made so neo in the matrix he's wearing a mask harry potter against voldemort he's wearing a mask they're both wearing masks who harry shut who? shut up <laughs> star wars well it's what <laughs> <laughs> so you got Casablanca and you got, you know, Bogey wearing a mask. <laughs> so I guess this is supposed to generate now, you know. It's 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 subconsciously like, wear the mask. Right. Wear the mask. We're all in this together. Right. Well, it's a cool thing to do. If you see it in the movies. Oh, man. Look at Luke Skywalker wearing a mask. Mask up. Save lives. Come on, man. Sugar water. <laughs> Did, I mean... Do they really think this is going to work? Do you, do you think all of a sudden, okay, uh, you know what? This whole time I thought these masks were bullshit, but all of a sudden now? Now Neo's wearing it. Now Neo's you know? wearing it in the Matrix. Well, so, shit, I might as well do it too. Not only is Neo cool and wears a mask, he can stop bullets. So maybe I can do that too, right? <laughs> Aren't we told to not believe everything we see in the movies? So there you go. There you go. Sugar water. <laughs> wear the mask. Wait, no. Uh, if he's saying I should wear the mask, that means I should be able to stop bullets, right? This is all just a dream. Are we taking a red pill or a blue pill? What's going on here? <laughs> I mean, Jesus motherfucking Christ. If that's not a way to just... Uh, the word I'm looking for. Sublinum. Sublimum. <laughs> Say the word for me. Subliminally. There we go. Mindfuck people. <laughs> to, I'm, I'm sorry, I can't say the word. <laughs> Subliminally, <laughs> then we are in trouble because I, especially at our age, you know, at our elder statement age here now, not that we're old, but can you imagine going back and you watch The Matrix, which is what twenty years old, right? Go back and watch Back to the Future, which is. You know, so what they should do in Back to the Future is back in '85 when they're in '85, then they whatever. But when they go to the future, where they're well, all wearing masks. Well, when they go to the future, then they're wearing the mask, right? But when they go to the West, while the West, they're not wearing the mask. Oh yeah. man! <laughs> but that would that would defeat the message, man. The message no, is everyone's mask up. Everybody's wearing a mask. Yeah, old ass. Even, you know, even like you said, uh, Casablanca. Yeah, or, uh, yeah. Even Humphrey Bogart's it? wearing a mask. Fucking uh, Gone with the Wind, you know. <laughs> Are they going to be triple masked up in those movies, I wonder? No, no, no. I don't know. Um, so, yeah. What do you want to go into? The Twitter situation? I, well, real quick about Biden. Biden and the school openings. School openings. School's open. Five days a week, right? Mm. No, I think I think actually Biden's plan is to open school for one day a week. One, that's, yeah, that's how we're starting out. One day a week. One day a week. 
see, fortunately, we live in a state where our governor's like, school starts in August, you're open. So what they did here in Florida, if those that are listening aren't from here, I'm sorry about your luck, but in Florida, they opened the schools back in August, and what they did was they gave an option for the parents, if they didn't want to have their kids in school, they could e-learn. So you could still be part of the class, part of uh, you, you know the classroom and the teachers and the learning and stuff. You just did it at home on your computer, or you could come to school. So the beautiful thing about here is options. Live your life, you have options. If you want to learn in person, go to school. If you don't want to learn in person, get on the computer. Right. And that's that's actually what we did with my daughter right. who's in high school. She did virtual learning for the first half of the year. Right. So she was at home, you know, she did all her virtual classes and everything online. And then she we feel like it's safe enough for her to go back to school now. Right. So now she's actually back in the classroom. And she finally is being you know, it's one thing to learn, you're learning whatever, but it's not school isn't just about learning your you know your english and your math and your science and it's about having that camaraderie with with your fellow well, classmates social interaction yeah with other that. with other students yeah you need that to grow right so that's that's one of the things that nobody's taught you know nobody's really talking about that they're talking about oh they're losing their chance at an education and they're losing their chance to learn this and that it's the social interaction that you're missing Right. From doing this virtual learning. And and I know that's one of the things that she meant. And not only that, but you're cooped up in the house. Right. You know what I mean? You feel like you're always at home. Yeah. And, and, and I would imagine that she's probably in a little bit better mood now that she's going to school every day versus being at home 24-7. Right. You know, I'm, it's just, I, like you said, at least... If, at least we get to go to work. We get out of the house. We go to work for, you know, eight, nine, ten hours a day. Oh, man, and I want to start doing that virtual work. Yeah. Thing. Can I virtually work from home? Can we virtually go to the gym? <laughs> no. But, I mean, that's the that's the beauty about living where we live. And I don't want to brag. And I don't want the people that listen to us that, you know, because we can see. I can see where everyone's listening to the show from. I know we have people that live in California and people live in Michigan and New York and, you know, various states around this beautiful country of ours. And down here in Florida, we can go to the gym. We go to work. We can go out to dinner. We don't have to get our dinner to go. We can actually go and uh, table for two. Uh, we can sit down. We can have some drinks. We can do the things that we want to do because, by golly, this is America. At least this part of America is America. And Well, I, I just want to regale you with a great story here that I saw on Facebook the other day. And it was a woman, and I think she came down from Massachusetts or you know, New York, one of those states, somewhere up there. And she was talking about she was visiting Florida. Right. And she said, it's like you're being transported into another world. People are walking around without masks on. Right. And everything's open. And you're going, you know, you're walking down the beach and there's restaurants open and there's bars open and there's people are actually smiling at you and interacting with you and, and you talking to you. And you're you. seeing, yeah. And it, she's, she's like, I forgot what it's like. To actually have interactions with people and everybody not looking at you with fear in their eyes like, oh my God, you're about to spread the plague to me. Right. And she was just talking about what a different world it is to come to Florida. And, and like you said, we're not bragging about that. I feel very sorry for the people that are in states that 
don't have the same freedoms that we've got down here but in this it, state. It, it goes to show that, okay, Florida's doing what Florida's doing, and it's not like our numbers are we're at zero. But the, the thing is, is we have as many or as little, however you want to look at the numbers, cases and deaths and hospitalizations or whatever as any other state for the populated state. It's not like Florida's uh, North Dakota where there's 20 people living there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Per capita, this, we have very... We're a very dense populated right. state. And I think, I, I I could be wrong, but I want to say that we have the third largest population in the country. In the country. You know, I think it right. goes California, Texas, Florida. Right. Or Texas, California, Florida. One of, however it is, but I believe we're third or fourth in that mix. Right. So if you take California, Texas, New York... Uh, Illinois, I'm just trying to think of the states off the top of my head that are probably in the top 10 populated population-wise. Our numbers are as good or bad or however you want to look at it as those states. And California's closed up. New York is closed up. Michigan is closed up. Illinois closed up. Point being is those closures, stay at home, don't go to school, don't go out to dinner, don't do this, don't do that. What the fuck's the difference? We're doing it. And our numbers aren't any better or any worse well, than I, yours. I think it, when you look when this all first started, I think, again, we didn't know. Right. Nobody knew right. what to expect from this. And, and nobody had the information. Nobody had the data. We did that. But yeah. our governor looked at the information right. and said, something's not right here. Right. Something's not right here. The, back, the numbers back. back and I'm back in about, March. <laughs> yeah, back when this all started. So we did the lockdown. We did the mandatory mask. We did the 15 days to slow the spread. We did right. all of that down here. And then our governor looked at the numbers and said, something's not right. The numbers aren't adding up. The information I'm being given looks incorrect. The right. data is incorrect. Something's going on here. Right. And as soon as he figured that out, he's like, this isn't working. These lockdowns, these mask mandates, all this stuff, we've abided by this. Everybody else in the country is abiding by this. The numbers are still going up. Right. Something doesn't add up here. Something's not right. So you know what? Screw that. We're not going to wreck our economy like all these other states are doing. And we're seeing the same. We're still seeing a less. Right. We're, we're, our results are as good, if not better, than these states that are locked down and keeping people right. cooped up. You know, and it's funny how the CDC is now the, the purveyor of knowledge. Now that we have a new president in the White House, you're constantly seeing these messages from them. Oh, limit gatherings to just close family members. Limit gathering. You know, it's like we live in a country that we are supposed to be free. And there is 90% of America that is not free anymore. And we went to the pool the other day, yesterday, as a matter of fact. And uh, there was a couple there from Canada. Older couple retired. They're from Canada. Uh there and we're and we took the grandkids to the pool and we're swimming and oh it's so nice you get to see your grandkids you know da 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 and their grandkids they live up in Canada so they don't get to come down here they it's been well over a year that these people have been able to see their kids or their grandkids because of all this stuff's going on and then on that note I saw where Biden is telling these people coming from overseas from Europe and whatnot that they can't come in here without a uh, negative COVID test and the, or the vaccine. And if you get the vaccine, you start to wear the mask. And my question is, is this, what about the people crossing the border down in Mexico? Are they getting made to take the vaccine or take a test or whatever? I don't know. I, I don't know what we're doing about this whole border situation. I, it's, 
it's insane to me because you are putting if 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 you are really this concerned about this disease, this virus, this whatever this is. Right. If you're really concerned about your nation, look at these other countries and what they're doing. They're saying, "Hell no, don't come here. We're protecting our population first. Right. It's like for whatever reason but, we're doing that for people that are coming from Europe or wherever over yonder, but we're nothing. so we're so worried about getting these damn you know Mexicans or Guatemalans or wherever they're coming from into our country. Why? Right. What's the big freaking deal? You know, <laughs> the way I see it is. If I looked at it from a business standpoint, I'd rather have people vacationing from Europe or Canada or wherever that are going to come to our country, wherever they're going to come to, whether it be Florida, New York, wherever, because you know what those people are going to do? They're going to spend money here. They're going to go to the hotels. They're going to go to the restaurants. They're going to do whatever vacationing people do, whereas the people coming from down south, all they want is they're coming in here like this with their hands out. Give me, give me, give me, give me health care. Give me money. Give me, do I get some of that stimulus too? Give me this, give me that. You know, and it's like, we'd rather have beggars and pleaders come in here than people that are going to spend money. I mean, that doesn't make any damn sense. Right. Yeah, I guess enough COVID talk for today. It just gets us so riled up, as you could probably tell. On to something else that'll get us more riled up. Twitter. <laughs> what do you got on Twitter? So, we have, last night, uh, Rep. Devin Nunes. From California. Got kicked off Twitter. Or, I'm sorry, his account was suspended. Yeah, My bad. Suspended. My, mine got suspended, as we all know. And uh, I appealed, and they said, yeah, tough luck. Your shit's gone. Yeah. Well, so. but then we also had the CFO of Twitter confirming that former president, Donald Trump, will never so, be back on Twitter again. What is the CFO? Is that the co-fuck-off, <laughs> co-fucking-asshole... <laughs> No, I know it's yeah. chief financial officer, but um, yeah, you know, so Trump's like, no more. No Tough more. luck. You know, I <laughs> saw where Bongino, I think it was Friday, said, uh, oh man, Parler's going to be back Monday. Well, I, I like Bongino. I know you're kind of back and forth about him. Uh, Bongino, it's Wednesday. Uh, where's Parler? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, uh, still says networking error. Right. <laughs> Here's the problem I have with all these alternate social media sources. It's, it's, I understand what we're trying to do. We're trying to give other platforms. We're trying to go to places that have free speech or whatnot. And everybody's trying to come out with one. So you got Gab, you have Parler, you have, um, yeah, I got MeWe, one. You have, I got one the other day. Um, I sent it to you. I can't think of the name of it. Something about, oh, second. Second, second first. first. Second yeah. and first. And I was like, okay, so what is this here? And I was I was going to do it. I sent you the link. I hadn't really paid attention to it. Oh, you got paid again on that sucker. Yeah. So I was like, eh, I don't know that I need to pay $5 a week for a free speech. So <laughs> you have to pay for that freedom, my friend. <laughs> you got to pay for that free speech, buddy. Um, but the problem with all these sites, while they're good in the fact that they're, they're an outlet to be able to to speak and have your voice, you're splintering. And this is why I think places like Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, they're succeeding. They're succeeding in what they're doing by the censorship because people are going, oh, well, I'll just get off Twitter and I'll go to Parler. Okay, well, not Parler. I'll go to Gab. I'll go to this. I'll go to that. They'll go to 
you're splintering you're splintering all these um, conservatives, right? Or patriots, or whatever you want to call them, right? You're splintering those groups, so it's going to be harder to find if you're not on this particular thing. They're succeeding, right? In doing what they're trying to do, they they okay. They took your voice off of Twitter, right? So, you know, let's say you go to Gab, right? But most of the people you interacted with go to another site, okay. or they go to this, or they go to that, right? They go to Parlor if Parlor was still up. They go to this. Now you've just lost that net. You know what I'm saying? Like you're right. you losing lost your groups of people. Well, and the thing is too, like MeWe, for example, you brought them up. I had, a, there was a, I don't know, a couple, like a month or so ago, where it was a big thing where everyone, oh, here's my MeWe account. You know, everyone posted on uh, Facebook, here's my MeWe, follow me, let's go there, let's go to MeWe. So, I had been on MeWe, I'd been there for a little while, so I started doing the same thing. The thing is, is the 10, 20 people or whatever that actually started a profile on MeWe don't ever get on it. <laughs> like the right. local gun shop that we that we go to just to browse and we don't purchase anything but you know we like to say hi to the to the people there <laughs> uh they started window, a page on me we like a month ago i think they finally posted something yesterday so it's kind of like right well it's it's so hard to get away from these platforms because especially they, when you've got a business because that's still where a majority of the people are and if right. you're trying to drive your business I mean, right. It's it, because there's the most people on there. And, and, you know, granted, we're not sitting here trying to run an ad for Facebook or Twitter or whatever. But the thing is, is Facebook's been around for what, 10, 12, 15 years. Right. Uh, it, and I remember when I first got on Facebook, I want to say it was 2010, 9, 10, somewhere around there. And I was probably the last one in my family to be on it. Like my sister and my wife and the kids were already on it. And I was like, eh, what the hell? And my big, big thing with my wife was she did the uh, Farmville or whatever it was. Oh, yeah, I'm doing farming. I'm farming. Da, da, da. Well, let's go out back and actually farm. Uh, n- n- not so much. But that was the thing. Like back then, you know, that was... A lot of people mainly got on Facebook to interact with family and maybe friends. Like the one thing I liked about being on Facebook or getting on Facebook was I was able to connect with people I went to school with, you know, 20 years ago, 20 years prior that you hadn't really seen since then. Oh, hell, there's so-and-so. How's it going? Oh, man, I ain't seen you in 20 years. Um, And then that grew. And then you played the games and you did that. And that's about all it is. And, And Facebook got greedy, essentially. And started buying your information, then turn around selling your information, and then doing this, and that's how you got ads. That's why Facebook's free because you get on Google, look up something, whether you're looking at car parts or uh, you know guns or pots and pans or whatever, and sure as shit, you're going to see an ad. God forbid you get on Google and say, "Oh, you know, we're thinking about vacation and, and going to wherever." Guarantee you're going to see hotel commercials on your Facebook. You're going to see airplane commercials on your Facebook. You're going to see all this stuff. So there's, I hate to say it, they're smart about their business, the way they run their business. They've made billions and billions of dollars, and they don't charge you a fucking thing. I mean, right? You know, other than your freedom, uh, other than your information. Yeah, other than your information. Uh, yeah, but I guess my point to the to it is that everybody's trying to. Get off the 
these you're social media platforms. You're just breaking it up. Yeah, you're just breaking it up. So, so instead of doing that, I think we need to find a way, some way, and I, I don't know how you do this. You don't. But you, we've got to find some way to rein these companies in and get them under control and stop with the censorship. As they long, need to find a way to do this. As long as those people have their hands in these politicians is never going to happen because it's it's up to them the people that we hire to run this country essentially right to run our country the problem is is we're just two pissant dudes from you know florida when you have when you when you have billionaires that are funding these campaigns you know they're going to do what they're told because corporations are running the show and unfortunately Facebook and Twitter, even though they really don't provide any kind of a service for us, it's not like General Electric provides electricity or they provide goods. Facebook provides and Twitter provide entertainment or provide you a way to communicate with whomever as long as they agree with what you have to say. Right. If you if they don't agree with you what you're communicating, then you're going to get you know censored, banned, fact checked. You know whatever the case may be. It's just what are you going to do about it? And 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 I think that's almost kind of their stance. Eh, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. Oh, we're going to have Mark Zuckerberg in for a, a con- congressional hearing. Okay. He shows up. He just looks at him with his frog face and is like, what are you going to do about it? And they don't do a fucking thing. Well, I, hopefully know? Josh Hawley and some of these other people, Ted Cruz, some of these other people are going to bring them to task eventually. And maybe, while I don't want to see them repeal Section 230, maybe they can look at it mending 230 and right. maybe they don't get the same kind of protections that they are being afforded now. Maybe we can take, remove, or alter some of those protections that, you know, if you're going to continue to censor voices, suspend people for no reason Mm -hmm. off your platform, maybe there need to be some consequences to that. I know, I think, I want to say Steven Crowder is looking at, he's bringing a lawsuit against YouTube, I believe, if if I'm not mistaken, for them censoring him, right? So I maybe we'll start seeing some it's, people. It's got to take a bunch of people to just start. It does nipping at their pockets, whether it's through lawsuits or whatever. Well, and, ultimately, and that's that's the way to ultimately hurt any of these motherfuckers is to hit them in their pocket, right? Because yeah, until you that's you, the only way they feel it. Well, and that's and I think that's the thing. It is about the money because ten however many years ago Facebook started. They were, I'm sure they were making money back then too. Like, like I said, through the Farmville and through the different games that you could play through your Facebook, you could spend money to buy whatever you right, know. microtransactions. Yeah. Right. and mm-hmm. that's how they made money. And then they found another way to make money. And then they found another way to make more money and more money and more money. And this is what they do. It's just like business. Like, okay, Walmart for example. Let's take, let's talk about Walmart. You talking about big companies? Walmart's probably one of the biggest companies in the in the world. Definitely one of the biggest com- companies in this country, but even more so, they are they rival Amazon. Okay, the only difference between the two of them really is you can go to Walmart and buy whatever. You can also go online at Walmart and buy whatever, just like you can Amazon. So those two very much rival each other. Well, sixty years ago, when Sam Walton started uh, Walmart, the big thing was with Walmart was. We buy USA products. Walmart was nothing but U.S.-made products. Right. As far into the 90s, where 
to the point where Walmart was getting so big, even in the 90s, that the TVs, the radio, the, the electronic stuff that they sold, where typically nowadays, especially, it's pretty much made overseas, whether it's Japan or China or Taiwan or wherever. They had companies that said, well, I want to sell TVs in, a, you know, so they built factories just to sell TVs to Walmart. You know, the company Sanyo, which I don't even know if it's around anymore, to be honest with you, because you go to Walmart. I don't even think you can see, buy a Sanyo TV. So I remember when I was a young adult and I had a Sanyo TV. Naturally, the name Sanyo would imply that it was probably a Chinese or a Japanese made uh, product. And oddly enough, that company was based in Bentonville, Arkansas, where oddly enough, the home office for Walmart is. So, and it was like, wow, that company. So people in Bentonville, Arkansas worked at Sanyo. Not, it wasn't a Walmart company. It was their own entity building TVs and radios and whatnot for, for Walmart, big business. Then when Sam, cause Sam was adamant, if we're going to buy products, whatever those products are, whether it's bed sheets, bath soap, TVs, it's coming from America. It's coming from this country. We're going to have American workers build American products to put in our stores. Right. As soon as he died, and Walmart was a profitable company, and they made a lot of money, even back then. I'm still talking, fuck it. Um, even back then, they still made a lot of money. Uh, when he died, the, the kids took over the com- company, and they were like, well, shit, if we're making X amount of dollars. We're making a lot of money, but if we didn't buy our TVs from this well, I think factory down the street and bought them from China, we can make that much more money. Right, and I think you saw that with inflation and stuff. In order to keep the lower prices lower, right. you had to start importing items that were probably not made of the same quality right. from other countries. Right. To keep those costs down, so you could, you know, you're still the low, low price leader, or whatever, you right. know. Right. But they were the low price leader. Yeah, but they had to stay that way. Right. I don't know. I just. I, I'm not. I'm not saying that I no, agree no, no, with I, the I, business I, I know what you're saying. So that <laughs> brings it back around to, like you said, inflation. So like back in the day, and I was, I think I told this on the last show when I was making. $5 an hour working at Popeye's and my wife at the time was making $5 an hour working at McDonald's. We had a car. We had an apartment. We paid the electricity bill. We did all that on between the two of us $10 an hour. Well, even if one of you make $10 an hour, let's say t- on in today's world, if you and your wife made $10 each an hour, you ain't affording shit. You know, and not not that we lived in, you know, the Bel Air mansion or something making five dollars an hour but we didn't live in the ghetto you know we lived in a decent apartment in a decent part of town and we drove a decent car and we paid our bills and we had food on the table at five dollars each an hour you couldn't live like that today making ten dollars each ten dollars an hour because everything has gone up so much in price and i just don't know why i guess i'm just ignorant to the fact of how inflation works and why i mean i know that the more you pay people the more products have to go up i get that but minimum wage i was making minimum wage minimum wage now 
as inflation has gone up, minimum wage hasn't gone up with yeah, it. Now they're talking about moving that to fifteen dollars. Well, then the price of everything else is going to go up too. And yeah, but I think what you've seen is during that inflation period is the percentage. Every time they raise minimum wage, the percentage difference between minimum wage and the cost of goods right. goes up a little bit more each time. So that level is not they're not leveling together. You're you're tipping the scales. You know what I'm saying? And they're tipping the scales in the in the favor of the, the corporations. Oh, of course. You know, of because course, it's, it's not it's about, always the about people, profit for them. Right. And it's not even about the people working at the corporations, whether it's Walmart or Target or wherever. It's about the people sitting in the home office or the shareholders. It's always about the it's shareholders. It's all about, like you said, profit. Because profit doesn't matter to the workers, the people that are running the registers and stocking the shelves at wherever. It's about the people that probably never opened a fucking box in their life to put something on the shelf that are making these decisions and pocketing all the money. Right. And it's just, you know, it is what it is, I guess, unfortunately. we What are we going to do about it? We're just two pissant dudes talking on the microphone. <laughs> so, talking about goods, last week, or last show, we came out with a story about David Hoglick. I mean, David Hogg. <laughs> uh, and he's coming, he's starting his pillow company. Right. right, and they've they've settled on a name. They've settled on a name for their company, and it's called uh, Good Pillow, the Good, Good Pillow Company. The Good Pillow. Instead he, of my he, pillow, is a Good Pillow. Right. He he really thought outside the box on that one. So what can we do to rival old Mike Lindell? Let's see. Is it? Is, and it's only a Good Pillow. I'd rather have my pillow be a great pillow. Hmm. <laughs> so why not the great pillow company? Or why not the great white pillow? Oh, wait. No, that might be oh, racist. My, that's too much. That's too much. Too much. <laughs> so I, I'm assuming that David Hogg goes to Harvard. Okay. Is, is that is that I, his schooling? I'm not sure. I didn't I didn't know he went to school. I th- thought he just graduated high school and was a millionaire for uh, for no reason. Right. I just want to point out this tweet from uh, one David Hogg, and it says, "You want to make an insurrectionist freak out? Tweet hashtag Good Pillow." And how do you spell insurrectionist? I'm not exactly sure. I didn't go to Harvard. Okay. Well, how about this? Uh, according to David Hogg, he thinks it is spelled I N S E R E C T I O N I S T. And uh, just just for verification, he does currently go to Harvard. He University. does. Okay. So, uh, that is wrong. Nice try. Harvard must be so proud. Oh, of course. I wonder how he's paying to go to Harvard. <laughs> so, insurrection is I-N-S-U-R-R-E-C-T-I-O-N-I-S-T. Nice try, David. I just want to know, I didn't know he was at, I didn't, be honest with you, I did not know he was in school of any kind. I mean, he's got so much other things going on. When does he have time to learn? Oh, man, he's an activist. I, I almost wonder, you know how in, in, in college uh, football and stuff like that, um, they talk about uh, college athletes getting paid and whatnot, talking about uh, they must be making money somehow or, or you know, so-and-so star quarterback isn't going to class right uh but yet he's still playing football and so on and so forth i'm wondering how much class this dude's going to and still getting his grades and still doing whatever i mean it's just something to think about this guy is going to 
his activism and all his tweeting and starting a pillow company, how is he getting his grades at, at Harvard? I'm just saying that. Well, come on, man. You know, when you when you're an activist and when you you got he's got he's got many irons in the fire, man. You just, <laughs> you just, I, that's fine. He can have all the fires and irons and whatever. I'm just saying. I'm wondering how he's how good he's doing in school and if he's getting straight A's, let's say, or well, is he well, earning those grades? Well, apparently he's not doing too well in English. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. All right. Well, sorry about the show if it's a little choppy and breaking up, but we had a lot. Um, we had a lot of uh, interruptions from the neighbors doing yard work and whatever they're doing over there. So, but. Uh, we're going to continue on. Uh, we're going to call the show for the day. We're going to put a lid on today, but please um, make sure if you're listening to the show, we know you are, to share it with your friends. Let's get this this numbers up. We need to just keep this machine rolling. We did start a uh, Twitter page, yep. and it is at Don't Tread On. Um, don't no no. Well, unfortunately, we 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 started the Twitter page and automatically got Twitter. It, it locked by Twitter, so I'm I'm in the process of trying to get that unlocked. Um, unfortunately, no such luck. Come on, Jack Dorsey, let us in. But we did start an Instagram page, and we will post stuff on there. And it is Don't Tread on America on Instagram. So go ahead and follow us there, and uh, we'll be putting content on there as well as our Facebook page. And that is the uh, PCGC and CK1 show on Facebook. So just make sure you're following us on all these different platforms, whether if you don't have a Facebook, but you have an Instagram, we're there. If you don't have a Instagram and or Facebook and you're on Twitter, follow us there. Right now on Twitter, if you want to follow the real CK10, that is uh, the temporary temporarily uh, temporary Twitter page uh, Twitter until page we get the, the official don't tread on America but you'll know when you see the the signs and stuff <laughs> anyway uh, make sure you follow us and tell your friends we're on Podbean Apple Podcast Google Podcast and uh, Spotify iHeart Amazon pretty much anywhere you listen to a podcast we're there so no one has any excuses not to listen to us so on that we are going to call it a day it is Wednesday February 10th 2021 and uh, I'm going to say have a great day Thanks, folks.